Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Welcome back once again to the Corner of Truth and Courage. You're listening to Fortress of Faith. Yesterday, if you missed yesterday's broadcast, I started talking to you about what I call the menace of the Middle East, which is Iran. But before we focus on Iran, I want to talk about all the other nations in the region. And uh, we talked about Syria yesterday. Uh, We talked about Iraq, uh, about Egypt. And um, we closed with the UAE, the United Arab Emirates, and them signing the Abraham Accords. And a very... this, folks, when we talk about the Abraham Accords, what's happening there is big, very big, and I hope to get to more of that in today's broadcast. So let's move on through my list of going through the uh, the people of the Middle East and who's behind what's going on. And uh, so basically the UAE, they're going to be allies you know, if we can kind of put these groups in, in, in enemies or allies or question mark, uh, we're going to put Syria there in a question mark. They would be an enemy, but they are broken. Then you would have Iraq. They would be an enemy, but they're a broken nation, so I don't expect much from them. They're in the question mark. Egypt, I'm going to put them in the allies uh, department. Turkey, Turkey would be a, a big player. Whichever way they go will be important. But right now, I'm going to put them in the question mark because Erdogan is not showing his colors. He talks like a moderate, and he talks like a fundamentalist. You really never know where he stands. He's a snake. And so I'm going to keep Turkey in the... um, uh, Likely, they're going to remain as a question mark. Uh, They're part of NATO if they attack Israel. That's going to be big, big problems for their membership in NATO and Europe and stuff. So I really don't see them coming in the enemy slot. So, so far, we don't have anyone in the enemy slot yet. UAE, I'm certainly going to put them in the allies. They're part of the allies. Now let's look at Qatar. Now Qatar is as wealthy as the UAE. If you look at the infrastructure that they're building and the wealth that's in that nation, it is amazing. But they, too, like the UAE, are trying to be a world player. They hosted the 2022 World Cup uh, for the FIFA World Cup. Now, for us in America, we don't understand how big that is. We in America think American sports are bigger than the world. And the biggest sport in the world, by far, is, is, uh, is football, soccer, football. Uh, that we actually use our feet for. <laughs> I don't understand why Americans call football football when they use their hands to play the sport. But anyhow, uh, that's me being born in or being raised over in Britain, uh, speaking that way. I know, but um, but they were they hosted the 2022 World Cup and did a good job. They pulled it off. They really did. Um, and so they are. And and there's many people there that own lots of football teams around the world. That, uh, that live in Qatar, because there's a lot of money there. Uh, but, the, but here's the parts of the country that I think would put them in the enemy slot. It is the home of Al Jazeera TV. Al Jazeera TV is almost as big as BBC News now, with uh, foreign correspondents around the world. 
They have a, a British, ver an English version of it there operating in the States. And they're around the world, and their news influence is becoming greater and greater. And these people are not moderates. It's also the home of, they give aid and home to Hamas's leaders to live there. Ismail Hanayi lives in Qatar with his billions in wealth, and he's given aid by the government of Qatar to operate his terrorist organization from Qatar. And so this country is certainly not going to be in the uh, question mark a slot. These are going to be enemies. If they, had to, if they have to pick a side, they're going to attack um, Israel. It's also the home of Sheikh al-Qordari, uh, who has now passed away, but uh, he is certainly a fundamentalist in his preaching and doctrine, probably the most famous Islamic preacher of, of our day was Sheikh al-Qordari, and he lived in Qatar. He was from Egypt, but was banished and found a home over there. All right, now let's draw our attention. So we've got one country in the enemy side. Now let's look at Yemen. Now, Yemen would definitely go in the enemy um, column. Yemen is a poor country, not very well managed as a nation. They're kind of a broken state. But who is propping them up is the menace of the Middle East, Iran. And this is the Houthis. The Houthis is an Iranian proxy army to... Uh, fight for Iran and for their causes. Many of them are Shiites in their faith. And, um, and so they side very strongly with the, um, with the Iranian government. And, um, and so from there we see, and of course right now in the news, if you're listening to the news, the attack on shipping, on the shipping lanes going up through the Red Sea and so forth there. Now, these are not big big players in the in the military might but nevertheless they are part of that so Yemen would go in the enemy column now let's go to Jordan Jordan's right next to Israel probably one of the biggest borders that Israel has that shares with another Islamic nation would be with Jordan so where would Jordan stand because strategically this would be a huge danger for Israel if Jordan is an enemy. Fortunately, Jordan is going to be put in the, uh, in the ally column. Um, Abdullah II has been their king now for a number of years. He was educated in England at Oxford University. Uh, he speaks with an English accent. He has been raised in the military over there. Uh, he can fly uh, the military uh, aircraft and helicopters and has been involved in some of the wars. Uh, Jordan is not a rich country, though. Jordan struggles financially. It's the Heshemite kingdom. These were the people that were actually thrown out of Saudi Arabia um, and uh, were thrown out during the Arab 
uh, revolts and uprising and stuff, and they lost their country to the Saudis. And the British gave them land and called it Jordan. And so this is where the king um, reigns for his nation of Jordan. And they have been allies of Britain for quite some time. They finally got their independence from Britain in the 40s. And, um, and so it's a nation that is, you know, although has attacked Israel on the three, in the three wars, they were hesitant to come into the war, um, I think in the Six-Day War, but they did enter in and, um, and lost uh, dearly as a result of it. But nevertheless, I think we can see Jordan as an ally. I'll talk a little bit more about them a little later because there's something that I, that I need to point out, but I'll get to that a little later in my broadcast. One thing that we can say about Jordan, they are the most generous in taking in the refugees. Uh, during the Syrian war, there, um, there's, you know, I think about a million refugees, Syrian refugees, and many of them were the Christians. The United Nations didn't send the Christians to the West. They kept them in the Middle East, and many of them are in the encampments in Jordan. And these encampments are huge. I mean, they're just uh, just masses of numbers. Okay, let's turn to another country, Bahrain. Bahrain. Bahrain is, uh, we're going to uh, stick them in the friendly side of, um, uh, of the column there. They're going to be allies. They have signed, like the UAE, the Abraham Accords. And, uh, and so did Morocco. Morocco signed it. So... Uh, the UAE, Morocco, and Bahrain have all entered into a normalizing relations with Israel and opening up free trade, and it is growing the wealth of these nations. I think the Bible said it clearly. If you bless my nation, if you bless Israel, I'll bless you. If you curse Israel, you're going to have cursing on Israel. You Well, these two Muslim nations have turned from being enemies with Israel and have normalized relations and doing free trade with Israel. And so they are members of the Abraham Accords. And so they're on the French side. Now, Sudan. Sudan is an interesting story here. Now, if you look into the Bible, and the Bible speaks of, of Ethiopia, it's actually referring to the land that we now call Sudan. And Sudan, uh, or Ethiopia, will one day turn on Israel. But right now, they too have signed the Abraham Accords and have normalized relations with Israel. And that i got to say, that was a big, big surprise to see Sudan there. Because of their history, I'm not quite sure, and because of them being uh, very much usually a fundamentalist Islamic nation, I'm not 100% sure if we can still trust them. So I'm going to put them in the question mark column, whether we've got the enemies and allies and so on there, but I'm going to put Sudan as a question mark, even though they have normalized relations. Now, I'm about to, I don't have the time to reveal this, but in this program, so you're going to have to come back tomorrow to get it, but let me tell you this, Saudi Arabia is so close to signing the Abraham Accords. And if Saudi Arabia signs the Abraham Accords, 
Egypt is going to do it, and so will Jordan. And if they do this, it's game over for Iran. Because some of the biggest major players of influence in the Middle East will all now normalize relations and build peaceful relations with Israel. Iran cannot afford to let that happen. And so you need to join us tomorrow as I explain what they're doing to prevent this. Because it's big. So join us again tomorrow at the Corner of Truth and Courage. God bless you. We want to thank you for tuning in to our radio program today. We believe that our programming brings strength and courage to the saints across North America. I'd like to talk to you about the impact of a $10 monthly donation. Did you know that just $10 a month can help us reach even more people with our message of strength and courage? Your donation allows us to continue producing high-quality programming, reaching out to new audiences, and sharing truth of God's Word with those who need it most. But it's not just about the numbers. Your donation also helps us to bring comfort to those who are going through difficult times, to inspire those who are struggling with their faith, and to connect people with a community of believers who can offer support and encouragement. Giving $10 each month is what we call the Army of Ten. An army donating just $10 a month. It is easy to set up a recurring donation from your bank card. You can set up a recurring gift yourself safely and securely online at our website, fortressoffaith.com, and click the Donate button. Or you could simply give us a call to set it up for you. The number to call is 800-616-0082. Again, that number is 800-616-0082. Please call now to become a member of the Army of Ten. The number to call is 800-616-0082. Thank you.